Hey everybody, welcome to episode 10 of My Teen Angst as a Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Kyle. And I'm your other host, Jamie. Thank you so much for joining us today, everybody. We are officially in the double digits. This is episode 10 of the show. Um, if you haven't listened to this show before, this is your first time joining. We are currently going through every single episode of Radio Free Roscoe, RFR, if you will. And on this show, My Teen Angst as a Podcast, we plan to cover all sorts of these you know, wonderful teen dramas from the early to, I guess, late 2000s or around that. I don't know. We'll see how things go. But to start things off, we've been going through Radio Free Roscoe. We're on season three of the show now, and uh, it's been a wild ride. Jamie, how's it going? What's What have we learned about ourselves and the show, maybe, at this point? Turns I've learned that my entire personality comes from watching Radio Free Roscoe as a youth. It yeah. all makes sense now. Yeah, I'm starting to really understand that as well. A lot of this, you know, it's 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 actually carried kind of, over. It's coming up in these later episodes as well. Like, yeah. Like okay, these... I'm glad you I'm glad you're feeling that too because like I'm watching these later ones where they're all like a little bit older. Well, like not in the show, but they but they clearly are. Yeah, a little. And their bit. characters are a little more defi- defined, and I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, I uh, I I relate. A lot more to these people and and i yeah well it's it's even just like now i'm having the realization that i remember almost this entire show i'm pretty sure because we've talked yeah. about this so much up until this point about like i think i only remember like maybe season one and some of two no how come i can like i can remember literal music cues from exactly. every episode like I it's it's just basically it it just needs to be known that at this point I remember the entire series and I'm and I'm yeah. I'm happy to report that I guess to some extent and yeah I don't know like this is the kind of show where it's the stakes the stakes are never very high and because of that I think it's really quotable like everything is very memorable mm-hmm. uh, and I mean we'll get in, into that a, a lot. Um, in this in this episode today when we cover these next three episodes for those who don't know and this is your first time listening we cover three episodes every show and i always list this wonderful uh playlist on youtube to watch the episodes <laughs> if you want to follow along um i don't know i'm trying to do this thing now where like if there's anything new we want to like bring to talk about at the beginning of the show we can and i've just sprung this on you right now um yeah, but uh, let me prepare <laughs> but uh in the past week, I've really got into the singer uh, Lisa Loeb. Do you know who that is? Yes. She is on, um, oh, what show? There's an episode that they talk about her a whole bunch on some, on like Friends or on like Will and Grace or something. Is it How I Met Your Mother? Am I, not even, I don't even know. Might be. I, there's I, some sitcom show where they talk about Lisa Loeb and I can't remember what it is now. Well, that doesn't surprise me because she's kind of known for like, I don't know, just kind of appearing randomly, like in a bunch of shit like that. Like, but anyway, she has that one song called "Stay," or like, if you, you probably know what I'm talking about. I do. Any, yeah. Anyway, that's what I wanted to bring to the the show today is my appreciation and love for Lisa Loeb, and I kind of want to pair those cat eye glasses because she's got these cool ass cat eye glasses. You could rock it. Is that what they're called? I don't do they have a little? Little point on the end, yes. or a little like kind of shape to it. Yeah, and then yes, 
Yeah. And she yeah. sells her own. Lisa Lope has her own live cat eye online. Oh, yeah. jack of all trades. Look at her go. Anyway, shout out Lisa Loeb, I guess, is what I'm trying to get into. I don't I don't really know. <laughs> it's like I didn't really know who I could talk to about about my love for Lisa Loeb. Like I kinda like I sent <laughs> the music video for stay to a couple friends and no one really cared. So I felt like I needed to share it with with uh, everyone. Um, I appreciate it. Also, for those who listened to last week's episode, thanks for tuning in. We had a pretty good response to that one, so that just means a lot. It was a not last week, or this week, last last week. Oh, not not the one. Yeah, never mind. Two weeks ago. Sorry, we were episode eight. Yes, episode eight. Yeah, thanks for everyone listening to that. We just put it. We like the way we record these is a little bit weird, but we just released episode episode nine, nine yesterday. Anyways, whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. This doesn't make any sense to anyone listening. But episode, episode eight. Episode eight was so fucking long. It's like over. It's like two hours and like fourteen minutes or something. So I assume nobody would listen to it. And it just thank you for checking that out. It it's, was a spicy yeah. episode. I and it was like, spicy. It was, it was one people should listen to because it we 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 got into it. We really like we got we went deep. Uh, you're not wrong. That's a that's an <laughs> absolute fact. Uh, but anyway, should we now get deep into this selection of episodes? What do you think? Absolutely, let's go. Okay, uh, I'll I'll start things off here. So we have episode four from season three. These bossy boots are made for walking, which I have to say is a really bad episode title, but that's okay. Okay. I, in reading these episode titles, they make me feel a little bit better about me trying to title our episodes. Okay, that's funny because, like, that's actually funny you bring that up because that makes me think of, like, a bad title I would make for an episode. Like, it might not be the one I would go with, but it'd be, like, I would, in yeah. my draft, you know? It would, like, yeah, exactly. You'd write it down and then be like, I don't, yeah. like, love it, but, like, if I gotta go with it, I gotta go with it. That's Absolutely. been me for, like, a handful no, of these Jamie uh, titles these episodes uh, or has been for almost the whole show and they've pretty good i gotta say um yeah anyway so here's a synopsis for this episode robbie and kim must work together on a dance but much to their surprise it's hard for them to decide on matters (laughs) meanwhile lily tries to get an interview with the pettit project on rfr too bad ray hogs the whole interview with kim mad at robbie and lily mad at ray can the two two work things out the two couples that is um Uh, yeah yeah, so uh, in the synopsis here, we do mention the one and only Pettit Project, and it needs to be known right now, this has been an episode we've been waiting to cover for, I guess, forever, <laughs> for the past nine episodes. Their song, like, 99 Lives, I'm assuming that's what it's called. I haven't actually looked it up, but oh, I think it's what it called 99 absolutely Lives. absolutely is called 99 that Lives. That song has played in my mind randomly for, yeah, 14, 14 16 years. You never, you <laughs> never took the been. plunge, and um, you never downloaded it? No, <laughs> I definitely I'm almost... I just I just went off of what I thought the lyrics were from the little bits of the song they played throughout the episode. See, I'm I'm almost positive. I had a an MP3 file of 99 lives from LimeWire from back in the day. That's incredible. Yeah. The Pettit Project. I don't know. Should we talk about them now? Because maybe maybe we should. Let's get it out of the way. Yeah. The Pettit yeah. Project. Um, I don't know. Like, how do I describe this? When I was looking into them, I found out a lot more information about the Petta Project than I thought I would. <laughs> because, okay. yeah, they're the they're just like the token band from this episode, I guess. Because we had the Mellow Grove band in last 
episode. Okay, funny enough, they're the token band from this episode, but there's another band mentioned at the beginning. Was that a real band too? So I was trying to, it's a cover band, but they never actually say what the band is. Oh, okay. Because Waller I, mentions the name or something, and I was like, "Wait, was there? T- did they feature two bands in this episode? But they were actually like, actually, one of you can get wrecked. We're actually going to really focus on the Pettit Project." Yeah, I don't know. I could be wrong about that, but I think the Pettit Project are the only real band. <laughs> I mean, they're okay. they're also the focus, right? They like actually yeah, play. Absolutely. Um, but they're a band from Toronto, which or Ontario, sorry, and like all these bands are, and this will be an ongoing trend for like a lot of the music yeah. that plays in the show and stuff. I don't know. They're just like a very like 2004 band. Like it's really, yeah. you know, it's your it's your pop punk. They, but they were also they a remind- little bit cutting edge in a way, like with the mm-hmm. little electronic bits and. Did you write down how they described them in the episode? Because I didn't, and I wish I had. How- There's like some way that like Lily and Travis described them. I didn't write down exactly, but I think it was something like pop punk tinged with. 80s new wave with a hint of classic rock and something weird like that oh oh, and electro pop there you go so to me i feel like this is like a not shitty i can't say shitty this is like a lesser canadian version of like hello goodbye yeah i think that's absolutely right and actually they toured with hello goodbye shut up no they didn't they did they did um i was happy to find that yeah they toured with hello goodbye um and we are big hello goodbye stands on this here podcast. Big fans. Big big fans. Um, seen them three <laughs> times in concert. <laughs> uh, I met Forrest and I have I had him uh, sign a sign a little thing that said "Dear Jamie, sincerely me." Yeah, Forrest Klein, if you're out there listening, shout out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they, I don't know. They were part of that scene of like pop punk, like with electric. I don't know things infused into the music that, but to be fair, like in 2004, that actually wasn't that big of a thing. It became a bigger thing in mm. like two years later, kind of yeah. before Hello Goodbye. To be fair, so kind of yeah. cool, definitely. And like Canadian bands, kind of interesting. According to their Wikipedia, this is what it says: The Pettit Project became a major player on the web with over 119,000 plays on MySpace, 150,000 plays on MP3.com. And get this, two hundred thousand plays on pure volume. Correct. <laughs> so, so which I mean, pure volume. Oh, man, pure, it's so okay. How do I? Oh, wow, I just got really excited. It's so. Con- fu- whatever you're about to say, please condense it because we got to get into the episode. It's, okay, well, it's just so fucked that pure volume doesn't exist. Like, and it doesn't make any sense to describe it anymore. It was just another place to listen to music, but you could download mm-hmm. the MP3s. That was the big thing about pure volume. So yeah. you could like, cause on MySpace, I don't know if you always could, I can't remember exactly, but on pure volume, you always could. And that was, that was the, that was the big draw. Anyways, funny enough though, they eventually be changed their name to love you to death because <laughs> they had frustration with people being unable to accurately pronounce and spell their band name, which wow. is literally mentioned in this episode amazing and the band the band has i'll end it here but they have a revolving door of members throughout years and many of these members played in avril lavigne's touring band they played Mm -hmm. in not by choice (laughs) and also boys night out which boys Night Out is a fucking awesome band yeah anyway oh so the pettit project is just a lot i like i went down a huge rabbit hole of (laughs) pettit project stuff and they now most of the original members of the band are now in another band right now called terror runes birthdays so Mm. 
and they just put a like an EP out like two months ago. So you can you can peep game on the Pettit project. Um, wait, hold on. The song "99 Lives." <laughs> Do you, you know the part where it goes up, up, down, down, left, right? Yeah. Whatever. Do you know what that is? Isn't that that's like the like the video game thing, isn't it? Like it's, the yeah, you're right. Well, yeah, you got it. It's called the Konami yeah, it's like the, Code. It's, it's, the Konami yeah, Code. Yeah. Okay. Because it's also it's also in that um. It's in Wreck It Ralph. Like, yes. No, but it's in the song from Juno as well. The like. Oh yeah, you're right. Up, like, up, down, down, left, right, left, like be a star just because these cheats doesn't mean we're not smart. Oh god. So it's a very prevalent thing in popular culture. So shout out to the Konami code. But this is the first time yep. I ever heard of it. So yes. the Petta Project, huge, huge stuff. So yep. now let's get into the episode. The reason the Petted Project are here to begin with is because well, I guess RFR is obsessed with them. More or less Lily, to be specific, I suppose. And she wants to interview it because apparently that's what Lily does now. She wants to interview the Petter Project. <laughs> well, they're playing, like, specifically, it's because they are playing a show at Mickey's. So right, they right. are there. They are playing a show. So she's like, man, wouldn't it be so sick if I could, like, get an interview with them for the show? Yeah. The, but, I mean, the whole time I was thinking about this, I was like, wouldn't it make sense <clears throat> for Lily just to, like, go to the show and talk to them and then interview them, like, the next day or something? Like, she was so stressed about trying to, like... <laughs> Kyle, she's a 14-year-old radio host. She she just she just doesn't know any better. Uh, clearly. We'll get to that. So that's kind of one aspect of the episode that's developing. And then meanwhile, we get a, a pretty stellar intro of, or not intro, but I would say a reintroduction of Kim Carlisle, who is looking like looking a babe right now. I got to be honest. Oh my God. Like I love, like I'm very pro-fro for Kim because she looks fantastic. She, looks she walks sleek, in, you know, it's very, yeah, it's very, now I look at her and I'm like, oh yeah, she is definitely in grade 11. <laughs> That's a good point. I never thought of that. She definitely looks, so she's, she comes in with this new fresh hairstyle. Her hair is like straightened with a, like a like little flippy on the end. Very 2004. And then she's wearing this, like this, like ugh, this outfit. Um, it's like a, it's like a matching blazer yeah, and skirt, yeah. which is exactly the shit that i was so into when i was like like in that in those years i remember specifically the mary Kay and ashley clothing line at walmart had stuff like this and it was the biggest thing for me that i got this like tweed looking blazer from the mary Kay and ashley clothing line oh, and i, I forgot I about the mary Kay and ashley clothing what was what were how you, you how could you what were you um were you team mary Kay and ashley clothing line or team stuff by duff kyle of both how dare you? Okay, sorry, sorry. I should not have put those two was, together. Stuff by Jeff was only available at Zellers, though, strangely enough. <laughs> Yo, yeah. Zellers. Shout out Zellers. Half our Shout friends worked Zellers. there. Yeah, they did. <laughs> um, okay, well, that's... I mean, she's definitely got like a... I don't know. She got a makeover, basically, I guess. Or like a, yeah. she's she's looking completely different. Yeah. And Robbie's looking fresh, too. They have so much uh, great like on-screen, on-screen chemistry right now. They look so good together. It yeah. kills me. Yeah, I... Uh, like in a good way. Definitely uh, definitely into them. And this episode's a good, really good example of them interacting together. Sort of their, I guess, I don't know, conflict, though, is that uh, they're organizing a dance or kim has to organize a dance and she enlists robbie to give him a hand give her a hand and i don't know does waller make him grade nine or ninth grade vice chair or something like yeah, that? yeah it's like it's it's like the grade nine ambassador or something so he like i i 
Right. Okay. Again, there's there's no there's no like real rhyme or reason here, but Waller's just like, oh, there has to be like representation from the ninth grade class, and she's like, don't worry, Mister Waller, I will grab the first ninth grader I see. So obviously, as she turns the corner, her and Robbie run right into each other, and Waller's like, Mister McGrath, you are, you're our new chair guy for grade nine, and yeah. And he he's the guy. He's how convenient. Yeah, very convenient. This seems to be a thing, like. For some reason, there always needs to be a grade nine involved, and Kim just finds one. The only way, yeah, because they get, yeah, there's no, it can't be a casual, like, yeah, I'll just ask someone. It's like, a, there's got to be specifically a grade nine involved. So I have to, it has to be from this, like, and r- this kind of, this group of people, and I'm just going to always happen to run into Robbie every time. Robbie's been thrown into this shit already. He had to, he was the, he had to have that video about him made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that was, that was last week we talked about that. And there's even another episode where he gets drawn into this bullshit <laughs> one more time. And so he's basically just there to like help Kim organize the dance. But of course, Kim is maybe the worst person oh. to <laughs> work on organizing a dance with. She is just like, ruthless. Holy shit. This is like the, these bossy boots are made for walking. This is, that's who they're talking about, yeah. Kim, because holy hell, she is it's, aggressive. It's an understatement. Bossy might be an <laughs> understatement here. Um, yeah. I'm know, all but, for strong women, but like she's just being a dick. She's unfortunately, a lot yeah, of the time. no, I agree. Sometimes you need to be assertive and uh, make it happen. But no, in this case, she's uh, she's just kind of the power <laughs> has gone to her head. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah Robbie's kind of there. They have this nice dynamic where he's he's there to like, I don't know, Very soften. Good cop, bad cop. Yeah, it's exactly it. Good cop, bad cop. He's kind of softening the blow of like the trauma <laughs> she's putting on towards people. Um. <laughs> And it works for a while until, like, Kim is just like, what the fuck? Like, why are you, like, just downplaying me? Which is kind of fair, to be honest. Although, yeah. she uh, she's taking it too far. So, they're both kind of in the wrong and neither of them realize it. Uh, as usual. <laughs> which is exactly, which is as usual. Um, and she just wants to, I guess, I don't know. She's, she's organizing this dance and it has to apparently be done in 24 hours, of course. Just because, of course, that's the best part here, right? Is they're like the dance is tonight. It's like you haven't been putting the work in. Yeah. Okay. The timeline of this episode actually doesn't make any sense. I'll get back to that a little bit near the end. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe, maybe that's so they're working on this dance together. It's maybe get back to the other, the rest of the gang, where um, Lily wants this interview, and of course, this is this the ongoing saga right now. Whatever Lily wants, Travis and Ray are going to try their best to get it for her. And they'll yeah. be obnoxious about it in every way possible. And I don't know, I Travis is just... I've a lot of feelings here. Yeah. Yeah, you continue. You continue. Travis... I want to hear what you have to say. Travis is definitely the more, like, calculated out of the two, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, I feel like they're just as annoying, in, technically. Yeah, like, totally. Ray's, <clears throat> Ray's approach is very um, emotional. Mm-hmm. You know, like it comes from a, it comes from a, I don't know. I feel like it just comes from a different place. Like where he's like, I, I want to do this to impress her, but also like, I I want to like, I don't know. I like, I want to do this good thing. I don't know. It just like for Ray, it does feel more emotional. Whereas Travis is like, this thing will be good. I will do this good thing and I will do it well because that's how I do it. Just, yeah, it definitely like comes off a lot. Um, Like, I don't know, just stronger from Ray. I don't know. But well, because Ray, okay, like, like, Ray's kind of pushing a little bit harder, and it's just not working for yes. him. You know, he's yes. trying too hard. He, he kind of he he pushes in the wrong ways. Yeah. So, like, first of all, Travis, like, and uh, I mean, I need, I I gotta chill, but also like, Travis is like 
personality coming out in these episodes i love it but i hate why it's coming out that's the problem absolutely you know what yeah, i mean yeah. like i love like we're getting to see so much more of him like he's just he's he's funny and he's like enthusiastic and there's like so much more but it's like i hate that it's all because he's just like trying to one-up ray i wish we saw this side of him as just like typical but even on the show you no. know what? even on the even on like the show even on like when they're doing their like like when they're doing radio for roscoe even in that, he's kind of got a little bit more to give, and I think that's really nice, too. I don't know. I actually found that a little cringy. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> no, I mean, cringy, too, but like, but there's at least more. That's it's true. It's more than just, like... He does feel more comfortable, or seems more comfortable. It's not as, like, ro- it's not as robotic, you know? That's but, true. And It does come from a weird like, place, though. I think you're right. It's a little bit yeah. hard to totally get on board with. Yeah. I, I like that there's we're seeing more of him, but I don't like why we're seeing more of him. Anyways... The other thing, though, is that, like, we had a whole episode of, or a couple episodes, really, about Ray and Travis being like, all right, brah, we are, uh, we are enemies. We are going to fight for, for Lily's love. They yeah. are such bros. They yeah. are absolutely, they are always, they, every single episode, they are seen together more than anybody else. They have not been better friends up until this They point. have literally, like, this has been the best thing and worst thing to ever happen to them, but also the best thing because it's- they literally hang out and they have little handshakes now and they're just like, this is what it took for, I mean, for Ray and Travis to get on, on board with each other. I, I guess it's great, but it, I have to be honest, the, like, I can't think about it too much because it just gets weird for me because there's so many different angles. Like it's them being friends in this way where it's like they're rivals, but that's what their friendship's based on. It's kind of like, yeah, okay, that's unhealthy. And then the other thing is like Lily, she's not really like using them or anything like that. She's not necessarily being malicious in any way, I guess. But at the same time, she's very, very aware of what's going on and doesn't do anything about it. And I find that a little uncomfortable. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. I know there's like, Everything about it is very, like, I'm going to try to chalk it up, like, to make me feel better. I'm going to chalk it up to them being young and, like, not. And, like, this is just kind of, like, Lily's trying to keep her friendships without. Well, sure. I think Without, like, without actually, like, it's, like, at this point, Lily is, like, not even acknowledging that the the fact that, like, she knows why they're doing it. Like, she doesn't. She's, like, oh, my God, Ray, you're the best. Oh, my God, Travis. Oh, my God, I can't believe you did this for me. And it's, like, Lily. And every time she, like, hugs one of them or, like. Or high fives them. It's like a whole thing, which I, I mean, I guess I get because they're in love with her, but it's like, I don't know. I know. It's so weird. And you're right. They're obviously, I, you can say they're young and that's absolutely fair. Like that's, that is the reason. I chalk, I definitely chalk this up to like, like imagine this as a group of 14 year olds and it completely, it's like totally makes sense. But like knowing that this is kind of the status quo of the show at this point, it's getting kind of weird to watch. Like it's been like six episodes of this. <laughs> I know. Right. That's the thing is that it, I, I guess I knew it lasted this long in the series. Yeah. But I also like forgot how much focus there was on it. I thought it was maybe just an overlying like. Yeah, I I agree. I thought I kind of fighting for her. I kind of thought that fire got like put out a little bit quicker than it, it is. You know. Yeah. But nonetheless, both of them really want to help. It's Lily. entertaining, I guess. Like it's like it's yeah, cringy yeah. sometimes, but it is entertaining. And so, and Travis does, I guess the. <coughs> most logical thing to some extent we're not logical yeah. but like he just goes for it and he literally calls someone who's in contact with the pedic project this band or the manager or something and he just he probably shot them a message on myspace let's be real <laughs> yeah our friendster who knows but he uh he claims to be like someone from a record label and he lies and that's how he gets the interview 
And watching this, I couldn't help but think that, like, <laughs> I always thought, honestly, at some point in my life, I would say I worked at a record label and be lying about it. Kyle, <laughs> there's still time. I guess there's still time. Your life isn't over yet. Come on, man. That's a really good point. Um, and, yeah, so uh, here we are. We have Travis in Lily's Good Books. Ray has officially been one-upped, and he's, I don't know, he's 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 coming to terms with it, but he's trying to still get back at Travis, try to win over Lily's affection clearly I don't know uh, but it's 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 a little awkward I think the fact that Ray also doesn't actually have a plan doesn't help him like he literally oh he's he is absolutely just like going if an opportunity comes he takes it but that's kind of yeah. all it is um, yeah and I, I do think it's kind of endearing that Lily is also just so excited to interview this like really obscure band that's playing at our local coffee shop like there's so much there is so much truth to that that I really do like that so yeah. I don't know that's that's pretty funny I think uh let's maybe go back to the the dance the dance planning yeah we get um we get a kind of a, a makeover for Ed and Ted more so Ted yeah Ted, okay so Ted is looking like Ed 2007 and- Sonny Moore very much so <laughs> Sonny Moore hey Sonny is it Sonny is it- I don't know isn't it Sonny Oh, it's spelled S-O-N-N-Y. I guess it's Sunny. I don't know. I don't know. Skrillex. Your boy Skrillex. He's looking like Skrillex. (laughs) Okay, uh, pre-haircut or pre-shaved head. Um, Mm. I I noted, I was just like, okay, sorry. At some point, Bill and Ted, they're like getting ready for the dance. Like they're, they are part of this planning committee. They're like shredding the guitars. And I'm like, okay, so Ed and Ted, bromance of the century are actually Bill and Ted. (laughs) Oh my god! I just thought of that. That's clearly what they are. Like that's that's all it is. Man, Ed and Ted are the fucking best. They're better characters. Like they're bigger characters than I remembered. Yeah, I mean, they're just they're <laughs> just these constants that I really fucking appreciate. Um, although, they're just, but they're so wholesome. <laughs> and I have to say, like the weird thing about the whole haircut with Ed, Ed and Ted is that Waller <laughs> calls out. Ted and he's like, oh, I like yeah. I liked your haircut before. I liked your hair before. Like, what a fucking yeah. dick. But that actually fucked with me because that means the show acknowledges the fact that people notice their haircuts and style changes, but yet they never do it for any of the ma- other major characters when it's very prominent. But Ted grows his hair out, and apparently, <laughs> there's a line about doesn't, it. Doesn't doesn't um. Oh, I feel like maybe I wasn't paying close enough attention. I thought he made the. I thought he made that comment. Or a similar one to Kim as well. No. I, well, I could be wrong. No? Okay. Maybe it was earlier in the episode I didn't catch it, but he definitely makes a big deal about it to Ted for mm-hmm. some reason, which is disrespect. Big time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And, and this, But and, Ed, like, defends him, and I'm just like, guys. Yeah. Bro. Oh, and, and around the same uh, time frame, we get another mentioning of River Pierce, who is just basically this aura, the, but has not been revealed yet. The Heather How, Sinclair. The Heather Sinclair of RFR. I thought we were going to see him this episode. When they started talking about him, I was like, this is it. This is it. He's, <sighs> we're getting, we're getting the actual physical River Pierce. But we I don't like, I guess I'll say this now. I was going to say this in the next episode, but I did not remember him being this like, uh, kept secret or i did not remember him being so yeah. like hidden for so long <laughs> right me too I, I mean i get i guess like this is also one thing i need to keep in mind now is i've never really watched the show in this way like i true like i've never watched the show in like three episode stints or like even more so like you know in a row so now it definitely like it definitely has made a very like prominent point to like say like river pierce is the 
I don't know, a god among men or a god walking kind of thing. Like, that's how these people treat him. Which, but, okay, like, did you... Did you have someone like this at your high school? Because I don't think I did. Like... <clears throat> I didn't know much about the other grades, you know? Like, I had, I had, like, I knew... People, so like the way for me it worked is that like when I was in grade nine, my sister was in grade 12. So I knew a whole bunch of the people's out, names Stacey. from that. Yeah, my girl Stace. Uh, she, like, I just knew people's names and like I kind of, you know, I put faces to them once I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Great. The grade below her didn't know like a single person. Not so, a, like, no one. The grade below that, I ended up knowing quite a few people because there's like the grade above me and I like knew people in that grade yeah, and then like yeah. my grade. There was no like, god among man that we were like oh, that one look at him <laughs> i <laughs> or like maybe there was but it was like within my friend group and not the whole school yeah i guess i i guess the answer is no but at the okay. same time at the same time kind of like i definitely i can't remember the guy's name so clearly he wasn't that important but i do remember there being this one like super popular like football jock i guess that like mm, okay who like okay. seemed like a really cool like nice guy like you know what i mean like he was like yeah how do i describe this like he was river pierce-esque like he was like athletic yeah. but also like i don't know was in like musicals and shit like he just kind of did it all oh he was a troy bolton <clears throat> he was a bit of a shit. troy bolton exactly so i mean how can you not um Love although he shit. was in grade 12 so you're right i never knew any grade 11s i just didn't pay it dent oh my right? gosh wait a minute though this guy was in grade 11 because when i first oh. went to high school it was a new school and when i was in grade nine there wasn't grade 12s yet oh shit i forgot about that it was this whole thing y'all didn't get freshied shit yeah not at school at least yeah did not um anyway totally up besides the point but yes river gets mentioned and uh, we'll talk a lot more about him right away here so (laughs) lily gets this interview with the pettit project and what is honestly so funny is how (laughs) How bad of a job Lily does at asking these questions. <laughs> I feel like it's a two-way street here. Well, the dude she's interviewing is being such a dick. And like I the thing is I get it. I get it. The questions aren't great, but I feel like he's just like I've I've watched many many band interviews in my time because sure. I yes, of dedicated my entire life to many many bands in in my youth. It's sometimes the interviewer sucks and you can see that it like the that the band really <laughs> yeah. reflects that. But sometimes the band is also you can tell that they're fucking hung over or some shit and they're just being shitty too. Okay, you're right. I that's fair. <laughs> but I mean, it's 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 not even the question she's asking, it's the way she's asking it. It's it's okay, I fair. only mention it because it's literally my worst nightmare. Like the way she's asking and bobbing these questions is my worst nightmare. <laughs> and and you know, Ray Ray chimes in and he literally just goes off and asks like which honestly are like the opposite side of like typical questions to ask. Like you either ask yeah. like, so what were you thinking about this record? What's like, what's your favorite concept album? Or, yeah, like, or what inspired you? So like, would you? What's your meal at Taco Bell? <laughs> you pick one or two lanes. And Asking the important stuff. <laughs> you pick one or two lanes, and and Ray <clears throat> went with lane number two, and it worked. Yeah. And he kind of steals the show. How do you feel about this? Like it's he's kind of a dick move to steal the show, but at the same time they were bombing. So like I don't know. What yeah, do you think about it? My notes for it are what a strange interview, and then Ray, why are you like this? So I feel like I was I was like negative on both aspects. Yeah, I don't. I was just like, ah, oh, Lily, do better. But then I was like, ah, Ray, like like Ray, help her along with this. Yeah, don't take don't just over. steal it. You're right. That that is clearly you the know? answer here. But at first I was just kind of, at first I was just like didn't really care. I thought, well, like this is not going well. So like go ahead, Ray. But. <laughs> 
But then it's also weird because like Lily and Travis are also kind of like co-interviewing and at one point Travis almost kind of takes over and then that's not mm-hmm. a big deal but then Ray does and it is a big deal. It's but the like, intention though. I, I don't know. It's the intention and like I Travis is like helping Lily along in the same direction she is trying to go. Mm. So the fact that Ray comes in from like the other yeah. direction, that's the part that's the issue. I think like Yeah. It, yeah. Exactly. I agree. It's intention. And, and Lily's like obviously you know, she's really thought about this and she's very passionate about it. She's taking it very seriously and Ray is not. So yeah, fair enough. But so this of course, you know, puts Ray in the not so good books yet again. <laughs> and uh, he tries Ray's to in make, the doghouse. He tries to make it up. Um, but meanwhile or he will try to make it up. And meanwhile at the dance though, uh, these two are not getting along at all. Uh <laughs> Robbie, The dance that hasn't hasn't happened yet. Hasn't happened this is yet. It's all happening in like it's, a Four this hours. is literally all happening in a, exactly like a four-hour period. Kim and Kim and uh, Robbie are just like I don't know. They're just bickering about like their personalities at this point, which is kind of unfortunate. Yeah, I thought it was kind of funny. Is that like they're bickering at each other? But I this happens maybe later in the episode. But like, um, like oh maybe it does happen later. But Kim Kim at some point makes a comment about like yeah we make a pretty good team. And Robbie's like we are literally at each other's throats every time we try to do things together. Like it's, they're very like conscious of it where it's like, cause it's true. Like they do make a good team. Yeah. But, it, but it's, it's, um, it's not perfect, which I mean, it's no, they, that's fair. No, no relationship is perfect. It's, it's, I like that. He said it though. He's just like, ah, uh, yeah, Kim's, yeah. Kim's just kind of like, yeah, but it's hot. <laughs> Honestly, that is a hundred percent what it is. There's a little, yeah, there's it, a little bit of... So there's like, there's kind of this whole thing going on where there's a like a cover band playing the dance, but like Kim is just like notably disrespectful and mean to this band. <laughs> um, yeah. And so Robbie tries to defuse it by like kind of going behind her back and just telling them to do whatever they want and not to listen to yeah. Kim's like well, uh, direction. Well, his the big thing is that like they are a cover band, but they were going to play an original song first, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which you know what? I kind of agree with Kim. Oh, I well, I, well, I, I, I agree I with neither. Like should, actually, to be honest, okay, fair. I feel like as a cover band, they could like if they want to play an original song in there, sure, absolutely. But I feel like to start the night off, start with something people know. I agree. You know? I think that's that's that is kind of that's standard. Like when you are specific, band. it's like it's the opposite when you're not there as a cover band. If you're not a cover band, then you do your own shit and then you sneak a cover in there. If you were to start a set with a cover as a as like if you were not a cover band, that's fucked. So I feel like it just like goes the other way. No, I think you're you're right, but Robbie finds out though that the song that or the type of song that Kim wanted the band to play was a slow song because they thought, "Hey, you know what? It'd be so cool if like the first song of the night was a slow song and we could dance to it together but robbie yeah, doesn't like the, the the chairs of the dance should probably have the first dance right, right? So. that well that just makes sense <laughs> and um robbie doesn't realize that he realizes he's an idiot he should have just like let it be which how is he to know but when he finds yeah. that out it's like oh fuck like she was trying to do something cute yeah. and, I, and it's at that point it's too late the band has since quit the band does not want to play because kim said that nobody cares about them which is <laughs> hilarious and a little much but whatever um so this is where things get fucking confusing though so Pet- oh my god Pettit project is supposed to be playing mickey's discs yep <laughs> and ray rolls up there and he's like i don't even fucking know he just mopes in like a dog and he's like hey like can you like help like a guy with a girl prob and then it's this whole thing where he's like, ah, fuck, just never mind. But you guys, you guys take care. And then the lead singer of the Petter Project goes, 
Hey, kid. <laughs> and apparently saves the day. So, okay, Jamie, try to help me with this. So the Pettit Project is supposed to be saving the day for Ray at Mickey's Discs. And then Ray meets them. I'm sorry. Robbie meets Ray there to describe that he's messed up with Kim. Yeah. And then somehow, oh my instead God, of playing Mickey's, scene. they all play the school dance. Okay. And everybody so has changed clothes. Robbie... So Ray Ray is trying to save the day with Lily. Robbie is right. now trying to save the day with Kim. So he, what I understand is he goes to the Petta Project. Ray's like, yo, they're really helping me out. So he's like, sick. I should probably have them help me out too since they seem like really helpful people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he goes to the Petta Project, like what, an hour, half an hour before they're supposed to play this set and is yeah. like, here's, here's an idea, guys. Instead of playing this coffee shop, Y'all want to come play a high school dance instead? But and they're what, like, okay. It makes That's no sense. So they set up at Mickey's Discs. Everybody yep. shows up there. Like Lily and yep. Travis are there already. Or wait. No, they're, they're all there. No, they're not there yet, actually. Oh, no, they are there. They are. I'm so confused thinking back on they this. They are. Because, and Lily because, has this fucking Ryan hat. <gasps> Lily has this hat on that is just way too much for me. And I can't even look yeah. at it. <laughs> Yeah. But so, so yeah, not they, only do the band leave to go to the gym, all the kids do. Like all the people watching the show go okay, to the high school. And like the and imagine like so it's all these people here to see this band. What if you weren't in high school? You're <laughs> not in school anymore and they're like, I'm actually gonna go play this high school dance. They're like, Oh, I'm not allowed I'm not allowed to go sense. there. <laughs> it's a high school I, I legally probably shouldn't be in there. That's weird. I'm an adult person. And they play like they play an original song off the bat, 99 Lives. Yeah. And yep. but, which is not a slow song regardless. Which is not a slow song, so it's just insane. Although they do end up playing, which I completely forgot about this part, they cover the famous Lily Randall hit, Don't Tell Me What to Do. They do that yeah. for and Ray. This was, this was Ray's big, big romantic gesture. He got them to play Lily's one song. And they, what a great band, learned it in that. 20 minute period in between they probably learned it in the van as they drove Different to the arrangement school and everything yeah it's Amazing. um actually it's a way better version of the original to be fair 100 percent, it is yeah 100 percent. um so very cute i mean if we take away all the, like the actual logistics of it that's adorable ray point for yeah. ray so cute ray does yeah he, he he tends to do that like ray gets a Ray can never do something correct right away, but he if no. give him some he time and he will. Right, he'll get there. Um, and then meanwhile, Robbie and Kim like they are not even <laughs> they're like they're not even kind of being subtle. They are dancing with each other, and they are all they are like they're not even leaving room for Jesus. No, they are right up in there. But but Kim basically forgives and you know is yeah. happy with Robbie he did because save the dance in the end. Yeah, because she literally wrote canceled and large sharpie on top of the school dance poster the drama and uh because there was no band <laughs> which because doesn't make any sense to me just get a fucking ipod like it's too- <laughs> i was like kyle this is in 2004 there okay? were ipods in 2004 Don't there were mp3 me. players that could hold 50 songs total that's a dance <laughs> that's a whole dance <laughs> so yeah so so ray ray comes out on top as well so him and lily are like well him and lily hug and then he gives a little like he sticks his tongue out at travis and i'm just like Ugh. ray i was really like i was starting to respect you a little bit okay, but <laughs> travis is also being like oh they're da- they're da- they're hugging and dancing let me get in here for a dance oh my god i thought that was super funny though he was just like he was like oh. you know what i think i i think the for the first time in my life i want to dance so he steals lily away and i was just like Travis, you gotta chill. <laughs> I didn't. I'm not on anyone's side at this point. Like my note okay, literally so was super. 
I agree. My note was the battle between Ray and Travis is just getting a little too much. And I, that's, right. that's where I'm at. Okay. So, so the last little scene is like Ray and Travis both like stealing Lily away from the other and just kind of keep spinning her. And you can tell that she's like, all right, this is what we're doing. This is how it's got to be. Okay. Kyle, do you remember? I don't know if this is a memory you have, but I definitely have it. I'm nervous now. BYC camp. Black, we, this is Blackstrap Youth Camp. Me and Jamie. Blackstrap Youth went Camp. There. <laughs> 2006. Okay. No, 2007. Okay. No, maybe it was 2006. It was one of those. No, it was the first year. I, it was the first year I met you. I think. Um. We've known each other for a long time, everyone. It's been so long. <laughs> we're at the we're at the dance, the Thursday night dance. That's classic. And my Is friend, very... my friend Shay, who was a little obsessed with you, kept trying to dance with you right you and i weren't really like we didn't really like hit it off much that summer but we talked about hawthorne heights a couple times <laughs> <laughs> so then so while you yes, and share yeah, dancing correct. you see me you don't want to dance with her so you see me and you give me the the eyes the help me eyes oh so then i God. sneak in there and you and i start dancing and shay kind of like leaves all upset or some shit but that was like that happened where like we you and i are like oh no sorry we're actually dancing together now sorry shay we're literally like 12 years old but or like 30 whatever it was oh my do you remember God. that because, no like, yes that, i do remember that yes i do because you and i didn't like like you you were you were more friends with like with like maggie and shay that summer and i kind of like i don't know i like we we met but i was scared of boys talking to you was too much for me like you and noah just scared the shit out of me so like <laughs> do you, but like i have this memory of like you and me dancing so that Shay was <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um well shout out Shay. I uh, got nothing but love for Shay, but she was just she was a little she so came on a little strong and I was That's just <laughs> I was a little um I don't even know. I was just getting kind of annoyed of her to be frank and <laughs> so uh, young and innocent. <laughs> and yeah, no, that is so that's a very uh, that is a I don't even know. That's one from deep, deep down the hatch. That's not hey? even a megabyte. That's a kilobyte right there. Like that's like a that's a small shard of my memory. Because um, yep. I am a robot, by the way. And um, yes, as we knew. No, I definitely remember that. And that's. I mean, you're right. That's more or less what happens at the end of this episode of Radio yep. Free Roscoe. <laughs> Which honestly, like, I'm not even joking. Like that might have been in my head when I was like, okay, what do you do at a dance? Well, I watched RFR once. How can yeah. I? <laughs> How, how would we have known, right, that you and I both had been watching RFR and we were like, yeah, this is what you do in this situation. I'll oh come save God. him. That is so fucking funny. No, I totally remember that. Actually, I really, really do. You know, <laughs> life's weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, well. I just feel like a lot of this, we're coming super, super full circle and I love it, so. No, that is fucking awesome. I'm happy. I'm Because, <laughs> Jamie, you've always been good for this. You do remember the little details. Um, some very important, some not. Um, but sometimes there are so many, there are so many unimportant details. I have. So, but things like this, I do appreciate because yeah, I never would have ever fucking thought of that again in my entire life. So that is sick. Um, you're welcome. Anyhow, I liked that episode. Shout out Peta Project. That yeah, was good shit. Good shit. It's good stuff. That's let's, um, let's get into the next one. Do you maybe want to take this one? Yeah, I got this. All right. Oh, I lucked out here. This is a very brief summary. <laughs> All right. So uh, season three, episode five, Scheming and Dreaming, uh, premiered September 17th, 2004. Robbie becomes disillusioned with River's mentoring, and Travis uses dream analysis to convince Lily he's the man of her dreams. 
Wow, wow, wow. That's it. That's that's the whole summary. Yeah, you know, this is um this was not how I remembered River Pierce being introduced. And this is like physically fo- introduced, yeah. <clears throat> this I agree. of course is the one. The one and only. And I like because he is kind of a legend at this point. And oh, honestly, yeah. like the way the show lays it out, it's almost as if he was never gonna show up. Like I thought they were yeah, literally I, just I, gonna talk about him. Yeah. I thought he, or he'd be like some like we'd see him once at the end of the show and it would be like, oh, that was River Pierce. Yeah. Or some shit. And he, he in the show, like for everyone in Roscoe High, he's like obtained this like mythic status, you know, like he's yeah as important as you could be. I don't know. <laughs> like, what do you think about River? Because he's full of charisma, but I also think he is a little creepy. <laughs> hundred percent he is he's he's a douche yeah you know this is i'm already i'm actually already annoyed just seeing him because i know exactly what his character's like and i don't think i'm I'm not about it yeah nope me neither it's this like um, i liked him better as i liked him better as an entity i did too (laughs) it's one of these things where it's you know he's he's a douche he's an asshole but then like you know he's actually not that bad once you get to know him I hate that. Nah, yeah, he is. I just don't like that. That's the thing. Like, even with this, like, I don't know. I guess we'll we'll discuss it deeper. But, like, I, like, I don't feel like the way that they're talking about him redeeming himself. I just, I was like, did he, though? Well, I'm, like, even, did he? I'm talking as a character as a whole. Because I know that's his whole fucking thing. And he's just going yeah. to do, keep doing shittier things. And people are just going to be like, oh, what? But, like, you know, he's River. Yeah. He gets introduced to the show because he wants to win what the young aspiring student award or something, <laughs> young junior. It's another really <laughs> dumb fucking thing. Like, and of course, for some reason, Kim Carlisle is a part of the winning process. I don't even know. Of course, I don't know why. Um, well, like, also, I, there's the, there's kind of tension between River and Kim that I'm not into because I just love my boy Robbie. Yeah, I know, but it's also like a weird like. She's like a woman of power in power, kind of. And I feel like he's like, hey, I'm like a powerful dude. We are on the same level. <laughs> right, right. And I'm just like, Ugh, okay, That's... buddy, like, keep it, keep it in your pants. Calm down. Like, oh, yeah, it's free. Don't, it's... You don't need to be like that. This is a professional like relationship. It is, yeah, you're right. It is. I find it a little bit weird, but I mean, whatever. So <laughs> we kind of alluded to this earlier, but. River needs to like gain extra credit or needs to gain like a better public image so that he can win this award and which is hilarious because like his public image is pretty spotless so far. Yeah, people have nothing but good things to say about him and just yeah. drool at his name, but whatever. And of course Kim's plan is so that he, is that he mentors a ninth grader. And who? Hmm. Of course. <laughs> Who's it going to be? Which ninth grader? You know what's funny too? You know who needs mentoring? Fucking Ray. Mentor Ray. Why is Robbie like Robbie's doing just fine? Oh no, that uh that does check out. Ray could benefit from that. Um but but it's it's Robbie, I guess. And uh, of course it is. Because this is a way for this is a way for like Kim and Robbie to uh spend more time together somehow. Yeah. Some somehow. Somehow, right? It doesn't make any fucking sense. I don't know. Zero sense. So like Robbie, though, is 
like enamored by River like everyone else is mostly. Yeah. And so he's actually really excited for this opportunity. He thinks this is like, oh, cool. Like what the River Pierce will like mentor me. Poor wow. <laughs> Robbie McGrath. Um, and so he's excited about it. But yeah, it turns out that River just doesn't give a shit. He just wants to like yeah. just get this credit. He doesn't want to put in any of the work. And he's giving Ra- uh, Robbie, sorry, like barely any advice it's a whole lot of nothing a whole lot of nothing you, to the point where you literally hey, little buddy yeah like to the point where he's just getting robbie, robbie could robbie could flatten him come on i kind of think you're right actually i could see that like I think robbie's got i think robbie's got he's got gusto i think robbie can uh-huh. really <laughs> really take care of river um so that's kind of what's going on then on the other side of the coin oh what do you know we have ray and travis dealing with some random thing lily's upset about and this one is like really fucking weird i'm not gonna lie to you like (laughs) okay so the the whole thing is that lily has been having these like really like weird vivid dreams and and travis being you know, uh, the knows uh, like all the random, sh- like he just has the strangest like talents and knowledge. He's really good at reading what dreams mean, right? Because that's that's definitely a thing that people know when you're 14. Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess I guess it is. Like, I mean, that is kind of a so thing, but I just I just don't is. buy I it. I do remember reading like I remember my friends owning like dream books, like like um, not journals, like dream like how how to. Yeah, how to analyze a dream. Yeah, yeah, and like super fair, you know. Um, and so yeah, Lily talks about her dream where she's like in the hallway at school, and her dream man is like in front of her, but she doesn't know who it is. And as soon as they lean in for the kiss, she realizes she has no teeth, which is like, shout out to Stacy. Um, Stacy's got this really weird thing about teeth, and like she when she's got like extra anxiety about things she'll dream about like losing her teeth so like that's a real thing <laughs> but yeah but anyways um i made a little note here like classic i found my soulmate but i couldn't tell who they were i i had that dream in high school what really and i remembered it's written in my journal that i kept when i was in high school i i remember it vividly like i without even writing it down i remember it because it was it was very vivid and like there was a lot of people involved in the dream except the person that i was like with that's it. like and and it, it fucked me up for a while because i was like who was it and i'm like literally like 16 and i was just like who is this person they were so perfect for me but like it's a dream like this is i think this is a really like this is a normal thing to dream about when I'm you're honestly, that age i'm honestly a little shocked because i think i've really? had this problem my whole life where i don't remember any of my dreams See, and I don't need, I rarely remember dreams. And so I've always thought that's like one of two things. One, that's just as what it is. I just always forget it. Or two, like I'm repressing these dreams because I don't want to remember them or something like that. Like I'm not really sure. Might be a little bit of both. It could be a little bit of both. I have no idea. I I will remember like bits and pieces of the odd dream here and there, but like nine times out of 10, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't typically remember, like, especially this time in my life, like this is, yeah, I, I rarely remember dreams throughout the years. Um, at this time in my life, I, I do a lot of like, I sleep weird hours. And if I wake up when I'm sleeping and then like fall back asleep into like that really weird, like deep sleep, I'll remember like those dreams I will remember. But if I dreamt oh, earlier in the night, I won't. Well, I, I guess what yeah, I'm trying so. to say is I actually envy people that can remember their dreams or can manipulate them slightly or whatever. Like, I think, I think it's really cool. Like dreaming is like, we are just like, what well, you're just clearing out like, uh, like synapses right like things in your brain that is just like 
I don't know. Like there's good and there's good and bad for remembering. Like, because like sometimes you dream about people and you're like, are they gonna know I dreamt about them? Because like I've oh. run into that a couple times where I like I've see someone who I like. Oh my god, there's like this has happened. This has happened to me before where I just like because like, it's a dream. You don't you don't control who you dream about or why right. you dream about them. But like sometimes you dream about people you don't want to dream about, and then you see them right. and you're like, do they know? Do they know? And like they don't. It's like it's your own mind, but it's anyways. It's yeah. it is. It it can be, it can be. It can I be guess, uncomfortable sometimes. I've like literally like I've I've had dreams about people that were like very innocent dreams, and then I saw them the next time, and I like like turned all red and everything, and I was like, this is horrible. Why am I man, acting this way? That is wholesome. <laughs> that's wholesome. I think well, dreams are cool because they're just inherently like they're okay. Like there's nothing wrong with the you can't you can't control the dream, so it's whatever. Yeah. But, like, there's obviously, like, if you know the person or you know anything, like, in the real world about your dream, then it, it there's a context. I don't know. They're, I don't know what I'm trying to say. But, like, dreams are cool. That's what I'm trying to say. I think they're fine. Dream on. Rock on. I don't know. But I think that's I think that's hilarious that you get yeah. embarrassed when you dream of someone and you see them in person. I, <laughs> I, I wish I've had that experience. I can't even. Like, I don't even... I know, I guess I've dreamt of like situations with my friends, but like beyond that, like, I don't know. It's whatever. Okay. Anyway, my, my moral here is that like, this is a realistic situation well, and of, I'm... of Lily dreaming. And then, but to have the guys then be like, it's me. She's dreaming about me. That is so insane. <laughs> like, get wrecked. What <laughs> fucking to... weirdos. Like, are you kidding me? She's clearly, she's like, even right from the get go, she's clearly dreaming about someone that isn't either of you guys because you've made her life kind of miserable. So yeah, like, well, that's the thing though. Like, have they? Have they? Like, I think Lily's starting no, to get not some miserable. Like, but she's Lily's... gone. About it. But like, but like, I don't know. I guess we can cover this in the next episode just because that's what it what it's about. But like, Lily, Lily's friendship with these guys have, has changed, and I feel like that's very clear to her and to them. Yeah, yeah, but for in so, in different ways, of course. But yeah, no. So like, she might be getting some good stuff out of it, but at the same time, she did like her like her regular old friendship with these with the guys have changed, and she's got to miss that, you know. Yeah, yeah. So what's kind of happening though is Travis apparently is a dream guru, as we said, and he is analyzing every dream she has, and is I mean he's analyzing it, but he's also kind of like putting like the ideas in her head <laughs> of like what she's yeah. dreaming, and so. There's times where she's like, oh, wow, that like that kind of checks out. That could be right. Like, that seems plausible. And there's other times where she's like, what, really? That seems kind of weird. But like, okay, like, master, tell me what I dreamt. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> it's getting a yeah, little strange. Um, I don't know. Then, of course, Ray is just fucking out to lunch on this one. Like, he has he has no skin <laughs> in the game when it comes to this. And he's, like, super upset that, like, Travis is, like, like reading her dreams i don't know i just like i feel like i feel like ray's reaction sometimes it's like they can't like i mean shitty for you that he's got the one up in this but like you can't like you can't be mad that he he knows these things and you don't he definitely can't no um like i don't know i I guess meanwhile though with river and robbie (laughs) robbie is getting like very like it's very apparent to him now at this point that river's not in the mood to really help or mentor him at all to the point where they decide to get pizza from Manny's Pizza, apparently. Okay, they have dropped Manny's Pizza like six times in the last few episodes. So I we know. have Mickey's and we have Manny's. Those are the two locations in the city. 
Stop it. Um, what I actually for I had to go back and listen to it because I thought he said Mickey's Pizza and I got so confused. I was like, what? Mickey owns two different places in the city. <laughs> but Mickey's Mickey's rolling in it. Like Mickey's he is like a true entrepreneur, I guess. But... Mickey owns this town. Like Henry Roscoe High. Nah. It's Mickey's high school. Wouldn't that be a plot twist that Mickey is the mayor of Roscoe? <laughs> oh, I would love it so much. <laughs> That'd be sick. Um, yeah, River's a huge asshole <laughs> to Robbie. That's really that you can all say about that. He tells Robbie, he tells Robbie to forget about Kim, not directly, but like that's his advice is to forget about this eleventh grader that he's into. Oh my God, I don't know. Like <laughs> he also what did, has he, a- what did he say? Forget her. Forget her. <laughs> Which, like... The thing is, she's a junior. You want to know my advice? Forget her. Which is kind of hilarious. Oh. I feel like that would have been my okay, advice. Thanks. thanks for 100% a woman. I feel like that's something I definitely would have said in grade 11, for sure. Forget Yeah, her. you would have been like, yeah. They, they're nothing anymore. Forget yeah. her. Forget her. I don't know. It, I forgot about his catchphrase, though, that things are cake. Oh, it's cake. Yeah, me too. When he said that, I was like, oh. Right, right. You're getting a little, little mem. Mm-hmm. That's That's... That one to me doesn't okay. hasn't uh, caught on in my brain as much as like a cool beans or what's the half. Yeah, because River because River's a douche and we didn't want to be like him. No, I never can. Yeah, I I never liked River actually ever. No, there's some subconscious something in there though because he plays a douche in Degrassi as well. So <laughs> that's a very good point. <laughs> like, but I saw him I in feel this like first. We just... I, I saw him in this first. True. He doesn't go but... in Degrassi for like this would he's in Degrassi like th- four years later. Anyway, that's true. Let's not get into Still that. Still a right douche. Now. Didn't grow out of it. <laughs> that's that's a fact. Um, so yeah, Robbie's pretty aware of this. He decides that he's not. Yeah, he's just he's conning him, and he wants to get back at him. So when he finds out that River is going to win this actual award, he wants to. And apparently, Robbie gets to like introduce him on uh, Cougar Radio for accepting the award. And Robbie decides that he's going to actually like out him as being a terrible mentor on air. And hell yeah, Robbie. He wants to end Do his career. <laughs> and I don't know. Robbie does this weird thing. I'm gonna thing. take away that extra credit. <laughs> he does this weird thing though, too, where he like decides to like tell River his evil plan. <laughs> and River is, Yeah. <laughs> River's so River's like He's well. just so suave about it that like or like not suave but he's just so like arrogant that he's like yeah man it's whatever i guess you're cool when the heat's on (laughs) like i don't know and then he cons he kind of subconsciously cons robbie again into thinking that um he actually taught him the whole time which is just not the truth (laughs) like i don't know no no not at all it's that's what i mean he's like he's like well didn't you learn like, have, hasn't your issues with that 11th grader, like, aren't they better now? But, like, are they? Like, kind like, of. Nothing's changed. Like, yes and no, I guess. He even tells Robbie to chillax eventually. I don't know. I found this all to be very a very awkward interaction between the two of them. But whatever. I digress. Robbie, though, he decides not to out him because he figures that, you know, maybe he kind of did help me. Maybe he, like, meant well. Which I know is going to be a fucking trend with River Pierce, and I'm not excited about it. Um, yeah, so that's that's basically that with the, that side of the episode. Lily, however, does again have another dream, which is much more steamy. And this time we have River Pierce himself in the dream where she, where she just breaks out hold with on. River. Just wait. Lily has three dreams. She or does. She has, yeah, she, yeah. Has, she has two dreams, actually. The first one 
is like, oh, the my teeth. teeth were gone. Yeah. And then the second one, she goes to kiss the guy. Everyone around her is far is uh, like zoo animals. And I was like, Lily's <clears throat> a furry. Not the case. She can't breathe when they go to kiss, and she starts pulling a handkerchief out of her mouth, which Ray then, like, like Travis gives her some explanation. Ray reads it as, no, he's, I'm the clown. She's dreaming about a clown. I'm the clown, because uh, our families went went to a circus a few years ago. Yeah, okay, that checks Ray. out. That makes complete sense. Uh, that's gotta be it. So, Lily comes to the realization while she's, I don't know, talking to the guys. No, River is the guy in her dream she he's the mystery which like lily <laughs> i don't even know why i mean i'll get into this more in the next episode but i have some feelings about lily randall right now <laughs> yeah lily um, uh yeah i don't know um yeah <laughs> no, nonetheless she has this dream about river near the end of the episode and she realizes oh he's the guy in my dreams uh, apparently and they all, of course, happen just to be at Mickey's discs together. And she decides to go up and talk to him. And <laughs> actually, this they're part, like holding hands. This part is pretty funny because <laughs> Travis and Ray are so oblivious to what the fuck is going on. They don't even care that yeah. she's talking to River Pierce, this like yeah. Hercules figure to them. Yeah. And then Robbie's looking at them like, wait a minute, like what's going on here? Yeah. Robbie's like, there's something. And like, I appreciate this because this has been, as we've mentioned before, like the Lily and Robbie friendship is so pure. Yeah. It's strong. Besides that one episode. Yeah. But like, they're so, like, they are, they are bros to the end. Lily is the only one who knows about him and Kim's little thing. That's true. And I kind of forget he, that, honestly. And now he is watching and seeing Lily and River Pierce chat it up so like i kind of there's something about that that like i don't know i just yeah. love that they kind of they i think they it makes have sense. each other's back and, like, and they're keeping each other's secrets too so no i think i think it definitely works i think um i think i like their friendship in that way and it's been like pretty consistent yeah um and i don't know i have to say though i do not like lillian river at all and i am not into Ugh. it and i'm not ready for it no. and i don't want it to happen mm -hmm. but Okay, also, am I having, like, a weird fever dream about, was it the last episode or was it from last week where, like, Lily keeps getting this phone call on her cell phone? Do you know what I'm talking about uh, right now or am I just making something up? Uh, I'm trying to think, but I don't really super... I, or maybe that is, is that Travis trying to call the radio station? I feel like there's this part, maybe I'm just in my own head right now, <laughs> where, like, someone keeps getting a phone call and they don't really talk about it. And part of me thinks, is that, like, Lily talking to River and she has, hasn't been telling everybody about oh. it? I don't remember that, but it might it might happen in coming episodes. I could be absolutely incorrect, but anyway, let's just leave it at that. Should we? Um, okay. Oh, I should mention there was a that was a quick. That, do you do you feel like that was like a weirdly like quick episode? Like I watched it and it ended, and I was just like that. I yeah, I only made six notes. I actually, and none of them really mean anything. <laughs> well, I kind of felt the way. Like I liked this episode, but I felt the way actually about this one and the next one. To be honest, okay. I kind of did too. I kind of did too. Like they, but it's interesting. I wouldn't quite call them filler because they went by really quick. No. Like, cause there was, yeah. there's been episodes where I just like, don't even want to watch it. It's so boring. Yeah. But like, yeah, this time I feel like there's just like a good groove in the show. Like, True. um, yeah. they're just flying by. Yeah. I wanted to mention there's a song by a band called sub S U B B and it's the song's called deceptive. It was a pretty, pretty good track. And I did make a note here just along with the band that, um, I feel like the music in the show is so much better right now, just generally. 
Like I haven't heard Ska oh we, in a while. We, yeah, we talked about that the last episode, I think, or one of our last episodes. We talked about how, or you mentioned how, you, like going into the this like season three of the show, that like there's a shift of like the music definitely changes and it's a lot more like of the scene at that time and everything. And you were completely correct because I noticed it too watching. Like, that like the music is definitely like this is what I remember. Absolutely. The ska was kind of a shock to me. <laughs> yeah, the ska at first, like I mean, at first it was cute, but then eventually it was ska, and I was not <laughs> couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> you can only smash so many planets, you know. Apparently, there's lots of planets. Anyway, okay. Um, let's get into the let's get into the next episode. Yep. Okay, so this episode is called Lie vs. Lie. Of course, it's episode six from season three debuted september 24th 2004 and it goes a little bit like this ray is upset with lily when he realizes she's been lying to him robbie and travis create their own web of lies as they try to keep the dynamic of rfr intact okay first of all that b plot kind of isn't truthful to be honest not at all (laughs) but let how much of a relief is it to have the B-plot involving Robbie and Travis and not it be like a Ray and Travis trying to get Lily. Well, okay. Because, yes, Ray is trying to... Ray is absolutely trying to get... Like, try to impress Lily this episode. Right. But, like, there's a bit... There's more to it. Yeah, I... And I, Travis isn't really involved. It does feel like a return to form. This is, like, a season yeah. one type episode, you know? Yeah. Uh, I yeah. do agree with you. Because, I mean, honestly, if you trade Parker for Audrey, you kind of got a season oneer right here. Yeah, in a, in a way, do. it's true. Uh, we literally, yeah, we watched we watched this episode already. <laughs> yeah, honestly, which hey, whatever. <laughs> I yeah, no, I I feel about it. I, I agree with you. I do think it was nice to see like uh, just Travis and Robbie kind of do their thing. However, it just didn't feel quite as welcomed because yeah, Ray's just kind of in this. He's in this trance still, and you'll never quite get out of it, unfortunately. But I did, for the most part, enjoy it. I do think that it's funny that everyone's apparently obsessed with the flaming lips. Oh my god, right? Does kind of make sense because that's—I can't remember what their album at the time was called. Uh, something the giant or something like that. That was like a, it was their big <laughs> album. It's still kind of like their one of their biggest albums. That's like, do you realize yeah. that song? Do you realize on it? That would have been around <laughs> yeah. this time, so that makes sense. And like, I don't know. That was like to me, that's cool because like RFR like. A lot Does of the that bands, song play in this episode? It doesn't play. I don't think they could afford it at the time. <laughs> but Okay, uh, <laughs> because it, I swear it plays in one of the episodes, though. Because I might, only it, it really know it. Well, I know it from other things, but I have a very vivid memory of it. On like a tr- like a commercial for this, for the show, or... Really? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. That's I, interesting. I, yeah, anyways. I, I think I, it must have been in an episode, honestly. It, it definitely could be in the future. It wasn't in this one, but... I thought that was a pretty cool band to pick because that does make sense. That'd be like a sweet band. It's a very RFR band because they're like kind of weird. They're like a quirky band. They're not, they're not really like, they're like an alternative band, like an indie type alternative act. It makes yeah. sense. And this is by yeah. far, like without a doubt, the place where I heard about the Flaming Lips. Like I would have been 10 totally. years old. I don't think I would have known anything about the Flaming Lips before this, even though I was like yeah. really into music, but in a different kind of capacity. But yeah. Anyhow, Lily wants Flaming Lips concert tickets. It's a you know, tale as old as time, and Ray decides he's the one who's going to give her the tickets somehow. Okay, hold on. Tale as old as time. Lily wants these tickets, and her mom's like, I'm not giving you my credit card. <laughs> Fuck off. That's the tale as old as time. Yo, yeah, my parents... My parents were not into that shit after I like don't like spent like seventy dollars on singles on iTunes and just just one ham. 
<laughs> they were not stoked. <laughs> you know what? My parents were pretty good when it came to concerts. Like there was never a concert that I wasn't allowed to go to. Like they, if like if I wanted to go to something, they they were okay. With, I mean, yeah, and yeah, it's not like true. it's not like any of the concerts I wanted to go to were like expensive or like crazy expensive or anything. And like I don't know, they were pretty good about it. Like like my my parents, both of my parents came to My Chemical Romance in two thousand and seven, the Black Parade tour. Cr- oh like they were up, they were up in the stands, and then me and my sister were down on the floor. And like I forgot you were in they the pit for it. that show. That is sick. Great show. Um. That's a good point. I also think concert tickets are just less expensive. I think they're more, more expensive now. Well, do you remember? Do you remember like whatever year that was within recent years that like like laws like Canadian border laws stuff stuff changed oh, and it yeah. became more ex- more expensive for artists to play here in general, which is ridiculous. Like yeah. fuck, we barely get people anyways. That makes sense. I was actually just thinking about that the other day. Like I remember when that became a like a point of discussion, like a news topic. I just wasn't too sure how it actually ended up like impacting things, but that makes complete yeah. sense. That's why concert like tickets people, are... And bands like skip over that. This is, we're getting, we're just getting personal here. <laughs> bands skip over Saskatchewan, yeah, which is where we're from. That's our province because it's easier to just like take the highway from uh, Manitoba right, right to like the big cities of Alberta, no, especially in the winter time. It's just it's a lot easier, so they skip us completely, and we will. No, I guess always be upset about that. I guess I noticed that change, like, you know, right away. But I didn't think about the fact that, like, just in general, concert tickets are more expensive now because of something like that. That does make a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. It's Anyways, too bad. my Chemical Romance, good show, great show. Um, I was, <clears throat> I was supposed to see them last month. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You brought them up, not me. To be I, fair, I was supposed to see them last month and pay a. Re- ridiculous amount of money because i also have floor tickets for i don't want to even get into that that's a whole topic that i don't want to talk about right now i'm an adult who can spend my money on on concert tickets i just think it's Toronto fucking shows. insane any band sells tickets for that price yeah well we got them at a good price it was the resale that made them wild but that's, like we 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 paid less than what most people paid. Anyhow, we'll discuss we'll discuss later in the in the after show. <laughs> the My Teen Nicks has a podcast after show <laughs> live on MTV.ca. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so this episode it's like this is this is borderline frustrated. Filler. This in, <laughs> I was I was frustrated the entire episode. I was so mad the whole time. Yeah, this like. The B plot, by the way, barely makes any fucking sense. So this whole episode no. is about like, the whole episode is about lying and like feeling guilty when lying or about lying. And let's just get the B plot right out of the way. Let's just get it out of the way. Let's okay? just do it. Yeah. So <laughs> it's kind of hilarious to some extent. Ed and Ted want to be RFR correspondents. They call in for their 59th time to announce <laughs> this, <laughs> and they want to basically go to. Do, I, do they even say they want to go to the Flaming Lips? Is that what they say off the bat? I think I think no. so. Or no? They just want to be correspondents no. in general. And yeah. basically the the gang's just like, nah, like, sorry, I didn't Ted, like, we love you, but that's not gonna happen. Yeah. And they call every day <laughs> trying to get make this happen. And it's always Travis and Robbie that answer and they just keep yeah. making up they, excuses why they can't. Exactly. Be. They keep giving reasons why. Instead of just being like, We don't want you to be our correspondents. Like they're just they keep coming up with they're trying to be nice, but they're digging themselves a hole, basically. Yeah. That's it. That's so, the B plot. That's <laughs> it. The whole B plot. Spoiler alert. Uh, Ed and Ted 
keep doing everything they ask them to do when they keep giving them reasons why they can't be the correspondents they like they they like figure out ways around that so they do end up as correspondents kind of yeah, well, the play we'll, I, we'll get, get into that. We'll but get anyways, that to the very end. But I mean, more or less, the that, whole B plot. that's what's happening. But as you we were mentioning, Ray wants to give or get tickets to the Flaming Lips to give to Lily to, I guess, also yeah. go to the concert with Lily because they haven't yeah. been hanging out much lately and they want to mm-hmm. hang out, which I mean, okay, fair enough. I guess like, you know, at least, at least both of them kind of have this like awareness that their relationship or friendship sorry is a little bit strained mm-hmm. and i don't know I, i'm frustrated but i also kind of think that like ray like ray's being really over the top about it to some extent but he's yeah. also just trying to like reconnect with her he like yeah i just the thing with ray and like we've talked about this in past episodes because this is literally the thing right like when like Li- ray gets upset when lily has new friends yeah like that's, that's like true. literally all it's ever been is he's like but what about me and it's like ray well, the thing is, is he's, like, he's at least like he's not doing anything to Parker or he's not even like bad mouthing no. her or anything. So he's no, really but just... he does like he does though like like when she shows up like at like school or something. Okay, yeah, you're he, right. He does. He say... doesn't like bad mouth her, but he does like kind of like that he damn Parker. Very... <laughs> yeah, like he, you can tell he's like sour about it, and it's just like okay, like Ray, calm down. I yeah, I agree. So, he needs to chill on. It that. happens like once, but it's also yeah. like. I don't know. I have to say, for the most part, this shit's kind of on Lily. Like, he's literally just being oh, yeah. like, "Hey, do you want to hang out? Like, hey, do you want to go to a movie? Yeah. Do you want to do this? Like, which is like, yeah. M- oh, totally. Lily drove me crazy this episode. So, oh. like, the first lie, Lily and and Lily and Parker make plans to go see a movie. Totally chill. Great. Have fun. Ray is then like, "Hey, Lily, we haven't been hanging out." We should go see this movie tonight. And instead of her being like a normal person, being like, "Hey, Ray, so sorry. I actually like Park and I already made plans to go see this, and I think it's just like like me and her. Like because like a she could invite him along, but obviously she doesn't want to. So whatever, that's fine. She doesn't yeah, have to. Not a but big instead deal. of being like, "Yes, I've made this plan already with another person," she's like, "Oh, sorry. I I actually have something I'm doing tonight. I have homework. <laughs> or I have some-. It's like, why would you lie? Why lie about that? You can literally just be like, I'm literally already going with Parker. Super sorry. Like, she asked me first. Uh, like, we'll we'll catch the next movie together. Or, like, we'll go see something else this weekend or something. Like, what the fuck, Lily? Yeah. Ah. It's, it's, um, it's aggravating, to say the least. Uh, it is. And it's so then just... the next day, when they, like, show up at school together, her and Parker are, like, <laughs> yeah. doing their, like, weird, like, kung fu moves. Because that's, that's the kind of movie they saw. And then they have to lie about it. It's like... <sighs> uh, this is like, like this is very like this is a typical like tv trope of like you just made this so much harder than it had to be and you're just making it worse well, with every every moment i just feel like the way lily's lying to is just so upfront. like i understand that she clearly like has like she's awkward around ray and like she feels a bit uncomfortable with like yeah. their friendship like, that's pretty fair honestly oh, yeah. Totally, and like they had that weird date thing last time they tried to hang out. Yeah, like that's. Pretty I feel like valid. it's legitimate, but it's like the way she's lying is so upfront. It's kind of extreme yeah. that it's just like it just does not put her in a very good light. I don't no, know. She looks terrible. It's like, <clears throat> yeah. Also, that mock fighting and dubbing is like not really cool. It's pretty pretty oh questionable. Um, it's it's yikes i do like parker in this episode though like lily and parker share some really good times together like they go on this movie and that's really fun and then parker will 
there's another time where they want to hang out. I don't even know what her excuse is this time, but basically, or sorry, when Ray wants to hang out with Lily and she has an excuse, but then her and Parker go like thrifting and they like have yeah. this little, like, I don't know, fashion shoot. Little montage. Little montage. It's, it's pretty wholesome. It's quite nice. Like You love a, mo- you love a montage. Yeah, look at a montage. Parker is just like a good friend, you know, like she's it really just up seems front. Like, it's just nice. Like Lily's made it, made it clear before that like it's important to her to have that like relationship with the girls as well because like she's got all these guy friends yeah. like that's we covered that in the beginning her and audrey's whole thing was that she's like no like i i i need this side as well like this is very important to me so like when her and when her and audrey things don't didn't work out there so her and parker now have this relationship and obviously it's it feels like a much more balanced friendship than her and audrey like this makes more sense yeah. just personality wise so like super great but like why like, why are you making it worse? Like, why are you complicating it by lying about you guys hanging out? <laughs> yeah, that is just... Fuck. There's no way to really, like, justify it, which is too bad. Like, I don't know. Like, honestly, like, I don't know if I'm really into Lily Randall as a character. I'm finding her probably the most annoying part yeah. of the show right now. I I don't disagree. I really don't disagree, which kind of hurts me because, like, she... Like, Lily Randall is, like... She's Lily Randall. Like, a... <laughs> She's a key character in, like, my memories, like, you know, like, growing up and everything. Oh, absolutely. But absolutely. And, well, I, and everything kind of She's comes... not a bad person. She was just written that way, you know? No. It's, it's, it's a tale of all this time. Um, yeah, things kind of come to a big, like, conclusion in a way, though, or climax where Ray secures tickets for the Flaming Lips. And he hasn't told Lily yet. And he wants to basically he's like talking to her like oh about those concert tickets meanwhile though lily has already got tickets from parker to go to the concert because parker's dad got them somehow gone from work (laughs) i don't know which is sick that's how it works so like that's pretty that's pretty exciting for those two but of course instead of telling ray oh actually like parker (gasps) already got tickets and like we're just gonna go but like maybe you guys can come too or like um, we're just going to go, like, maybe I'll see you there. I don't know. Anything else, basically. <laughs> Literally. Like, this could have been a fun group hang. Yeah, it's a concert. Of, like, like, I don't know. It's a concert. Like, And, like, what would have happened if, like, so Lily doesn't know Ray got her tickets, though. No, she does But doesn't. she lies about it anyway. Exactly. Exactly. Which is ridiculous. Had everyone just been up front here. I mean, yeah. They could have just, they could have all just gone together. Which would have been sick. So... When Ray finds out that like, Lily can't go Her to the mom co- could have driven them there. His mom could have picked them up, you know? Like <laughs> the classic. So many options. <laughs> when Ray finds out that Lily can't go to the concert, he literally just gives his tickets away to Ed and Ted. <laughs> like, Ugh. just hilarious. And I don't know. I guess, like, this is the kind of the extreme example of just Lily not wanting to spend time with Ray. And yeah. she goes to the Flaming Lips concert with Parker. And then the next day, they're, like, yelling and chatting about how good of a time they had and, like, they can't even hear anymore because the music was yeah. so loud. Because you you know the day after the concert, you show up to school wearing your shirt. Yeah, you do. That's how that works. You, that is, you that is, just do. There's no other way to do it. You might Don't even come to school if you're not going to do man, it. Right? Man, I wore my Green Day, the shirt I bought at Green Day in 2009, June, July 2009. I wore that shirt for my school pictures in grade 10. Really? You wore the Green yeah, Day I did. shirt? That's a, I did, which is like weird because it's like, it's like an move. okay shirt. But it's got their faces on it, and I'm not really, I'm not a, I'm not a like merch with the band's faces kind of girl. So, 
It was an interesting choice. Honestly, I was going to say, like, that's definitely, like, an interesting choice. (laughs) Yeah. It wasn't, like, colored, though, so I feel like maybe that made me feel better about it. It was, like, just, like, black ink. I don't know. Anyways. So Lily isn't wearing a shirt from the concert. (laughs) She's not, but... But she does. Well, so she sees Ray and Ray's like, like, hey, like, too bad he couldn't go. Oh, my God. I almost forgot about this. He says, too bad he couldn't gone to couldn't have gone to the concert. But like, here, I made you this. And he literally makes her a T-shirt that says, I missed the Flaming Lips concert, which is like, OK, like a little overboard, but super sweet, like a really nice thing. Like, to do. so sweet, like a really, really nice thing. It's still Ray trying very hard. How did he make that? <laughs> That's just the Ray Brennan way, baby. That's what uh, he does. I, I guess so. And now Lily's thinking like, oh, God, like, <laughs> this has gone too far. Yeah. And she's wearing a Flaming Lips button, which, of course. No, buttons. Parker. Oh, Parker, Parker is, is yeah, yeah. wearing a Flaming Lips button on her amazing messenger bag. Shout out to messenger bags. Because that's the look. And uh, Ray's like, hey, what's that, uh, what's that pin you got there? That's uh, Flaming Lips. And she's like... Yes, I got it from a restaurant where they had really spicy food. Like, <laughs> excellent try, but ugh. so he he calls him out and is like, "You," or no, he doesn't call them out. He believe he doesn't believe it, but he's like, "Okay, sure, have a lovely day." But then that that afternoon on Radio Free Roscoe, your boys Ed and Ted <laughs> come through with their correspondence that they recorded at the at the Flaming Licks concert because they got tickets from Ray. And they go, hey, look, there's River Pierce. Hey, look, actually, they say River Pierce and Audrey Audrey Quinlan are trying to pretend they didn't see us. So, so like, funny. we get an Audrey name drop. And then uh, and then we get a, oh, look, and there's Lily Randall and Parker, whatever her last name is. And the cover's blown. <laughs> Lily is out. Of because of the B-plot, <laughs> the cover is blown. Yeah, Lily is outed due to the B-plot. Live on RFR via Ed and Ted. Thanks. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, Ray's pretty pissed. He's like, what the fuck? Like, which Rightfully is honestly so. pretty fair. Like, it's kind of... So like, fair. Like, He's like, you were going to go the rest of our lives just lying about never seeing the flaming lips. <laughs> Yeah, wow. is, it's honestly kind of weird. I don't know. So like, then he's, he's clearly upset and like Robbie tries to console him and, and Robbie does a pretty good job of it. But he basically says like she needs like a different friend in her life right now. And yeah, it, you know, which think, like which listen, Ray or Lily says that to them in that other episode where she like she pretty much like she has that song about like just needing her friends. And like they kind <laughs> yeah. of like address that like her him and like Ray and Travis are kind of like. I guess she just needs her friends right now. Yeah. But also, fuck that. <laughs> We're going to keep yeah. fighting. <laughs> like, so anyway, it's not like she hasn't been clear that she just, like, is looking for friends in the two of them right now. While simultaneously, like, she definitely, like, has feelings for both of them. But she is trying to... I feel like she's just trying to get past that. Yeah, it's, it's the complication of things that makes it awkward. And I don't know. Yeah. Eventually, they, like, Lily realizes what she's done and tries to make up for it. And Ray realizes that maybe she does need another friend and he should just fucking be yeah. okay with that. So they make yeah. up and I don't know, Ray kind of just instantly forgives Lily basically, which is, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't take much. That's classic. He's like, he's really sour about it for like a whole 30 seconds. And then I don't know. Lily she's basically like, I dare you, I dare you to forgive me. Oh, that is so lame. Okay. Lily might be the worst character. Honestly, stop. <laughs> I'm being honest. Like that, Ray's definitely like a very, uh, questionable if Complex. not problematic fella but like 
Lily's getting harder to watch as the episodes go on. I'm not going to lie to you. I really want to say she gets better, but I, I can't. I can't promise that. So. Do you have any other notes on this one? Not really. No, this is pretty, I, I think that's kind of a. Uh, pretty much me too. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, like I do. I love the Lily Parker friendship, but. I do too. Yeah, I love seeing that. And this is actually a really nice episode for that kind of scenario, that that part of the show. Uh, there was a song here by a band called Riff Randalls, and Ooh. the song is called Lethal Lip Gloss. And I was actually looking up some tracks on these guys in there, or gals, I should say. And um, this this band's sick. There's some really good tracks in this band. So I would recommend Riff Randalls. These guys are cool. Okay, well, we've kind of come to the end of these three episodes. Anything... Anything else we should add here, Jamie, or should we should we uh, should we end this thing? We should we should, I think we're done. I um yeah I don't know I do I say this every literally every single time, but like I don't know I do I there has been no real low point of the series for me. It's do you know a, what I mean? Like I kind of like it's kind of yeah every every episode I get like a little bit excited and like I watch and I mean some of them obviously were like not as good as I remembered or whatever, but like no like the characters are like complex i need them to get out of this like try like love triangle thing and then yeah. then we'll be cruising you know? I know i cannot agree more those are my thoughts exactly i think then we'll be <laughs> we'll be uh looking good um mm-hmm, but yeah mm-hmm. so thank you so much everyone for listening today um if you 10th want- episode kyle look at us go <sighs> double dig it's awesome yeah we thanks this is great um if you want to get a hold of us, you can do so. You can reach us uh, at our email address at myteenangshasapodcast at gmail.com. Or you can, uh, you know, I don't even know, DM us, shout us out, whatever you do on Twitter at myteenangspod or oh. myteenangspod on Instagram as well. You can find us there. Uh, you can rate the show five stars on Apple Podcasts and um Follow the show on Spotify. That stuff really helps us out. And tell the friends about the show if uh, you're a fan of Rio Firasco as well. Yeah, that's that's about it. So thank you so much for listening today. We will see you guys next week. And as always, take care.